Welcome to Podcast 27, Exploring the Prophetic. Welcome to the Linda Brightman Podcast. I'm your host, Linda Brightman. God has called me to build the identity of Christians. Whether you're a new Christian or a seasoned leader, let me ask you one question. If I could crawl inside your mind for 24 hours, would I have a good day? Welcome to the podcast, Exploring the Prophetic. Hey, you guys, we are going to have a great time today. I'm here with a really good friend of mine. Actually, I've known him for about 30 years, he and his wife, and uh, we kind of grew up together in the things of God. Well, his name is Pastor Mike Ferry, and he pastors an amazing church in Redmond, Oregon. And if you're passing through that way, it's right next to Bend, Oregon, you got to stop by because this guy has got the goods. So I love him. And our podcast today is on exploring the prophetic. And if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what does. Because here's the thing, we all want to function in the prophetic things of God. And it's not that hard. So I, with Mike and I are going to share stories. Actually, I'm going to let him do a lot of the storytelling about, you know, life in the prophetic, experiences in the prophetic. So, Pastor Mike Ferry, my good buddy, welcome. Oh, thank you, Linda. It's great to be with you. I can't. Oh. <laughs> Mike, uh, I'd just start talking to us. Give us a little bit of your background, how you got to be where you are right now, and then let's get into some of those cool stories that you have. On Okay, sure. Um, you know, uh, I've always had a really good friendship with Holy Spirit, and uh, even since being a child, I always seemed to know things. I had a lot of deja vu moments, and in the growing up in the 70s, there wasn't a lot there to teach that. And thank goodness, Holy Spirit was such a good guide and comfort and counselor to me that my entire life has been a, a polishing and a honing of that given gift that I walk in. I went from uh, being frustrated and, and crazy to where now I feel comfortable in my own skin, in the prophetic. And that is a, a process. And it takes people around you that love you and help you to stretch and grow in that. Wow. You know, that, that's so true for all of us because we want to, we've got to be in somewhat of a safe place to start entering in. And that's absolutely. How did you find that safe place in the beginning? Oh, gracious. Um, well, you know, I was saved when I was 12 and uh, really started honing the gift. And there was not a safe place in the 70s for that. Uh, I was in a denomination, I hadn't run across any spiritual churches. So I, uh, by being led by Holy Spirit, exercised and, and worked on that gifting uh, to the best of my ability in a very raw, safe place with Holy Spirit. But as I went on to when the 90s finally hit, uh, in the late 80s, the prophetic finally was loosed on the body worldwide. And my first training was, under, was with B Bishop Bill Hammond's books. If you remember uh, any of those books, I, I ate those things. I lived them. I dreamed them. I, I slept with them because I knew there was something alive in me that Holy Spirit had placed there. And I desired to do everything in my power to glorify God 
and to get better what the gift was. Wow. So you developed the prophetic life in you. It's really a prophetic life. It's like, yes, it is. it's not a one-time event or it's almost like not, a, it's not a series of events. It's a life. It is. It's a lifestyle and you have to get comfortable in your own skin. Uh, when I was very young, stepping into this, uh, it was scary. Uh, I knew things and I saw things that were just so supernatural and there was no one to ask questions of. And it was very difficult. Um, the history of where I believe that the gift came to me was through the bloodline of my family. Uh, my mom and my grandma both, both carried a very strong prophetic gift. I mean, my mother would walk over, pick up the phone, and my grandmother was on the line. And that was in a party line in the days, you know, way back in the 70s. And it didn't ring. And, and grandma was on the phone. And so that gifting came down to me, and it has flowed through me into my own children uh, very strongly. So um, that's just, uh, like I said, it's a lifestyle. If it's in you, be aware that your children probably have it. And ask your parents, because they probably very carefully have hidden it from you, because it's not, it has not been up till recently a very accepted gift. So tell us some of the stories from your life, like the cool things, how, okay. how you've engaged with <laughs> okay? Sure, sure. Um, because of the spiritual aw awareness in my family, uh, I grew up around a, a lot of very interesting supernatural events. Uh, for personally, the, when I was young, I always heard about deja vu, and it was, it was an everyday occurrence for me. Uh, I was very aware of things going on. I could pick up things in school. I would pick up stuff. Uh, when I was doing tests and things, I could pick things up that were floating in the air. And what I learned and, and how I perceived it was very much like uh, what we have in the natural is that right now, radio waves and frequencies are all through us. They're going all around us. If you look at your broadband and all those things that carry the internet, they're invisible to the eye, but they're out there. It's just you have to have the tuner to pick up the frequencies. So what I was learning is I could pick up things in the natural, spiritually. It was like tuning the radio. And I was able to find things out. I could get really good grades in school. And what was interesting is Holy Spirit wasn't too uptight about this. Um, I would actually, in my uh, ignorance, I'll, I'll use that word because it was, uh, I was like a kid with a big gun. I didn't know how it worked, but I was pulling the trigger and spinning the revolver and, and, uh, you know, Holy Spirit, so funny. it was scary yeah. because I, I think we can all relate at the many times we have shot ourselves in the foot. There you go. Exactly. Because I, I would go, I had, I knew I could go to doors in the spirit and look through them, open the doors and find stuff out. And that was just because of the gifting. What I didn't understand was that was dishonoring of not only Holy Spirit, but the gift itself. I wasn't honoring the gift. I was using it for my own uh, benefit. And because of the insecurities in my life at that time, I tried to prove something by using the gift. And I wasn't secure in my identity. And you know all about identity, yeah. my sister. You speak yeah. that all the time. Yeah. So that was part of the rawness of, of the young early days. I, I found things out in, in businesses that I worked in, as well as the church, and it got me in a lot of trouble. So, yes, I did get shot in the foot quite often until my insecurities uh, across the years 
got dealt with. And now I don't open those doors. I go, if I'm in ministry, I go to the door of their life and I say, Holy Spirit, is there something you want to show me that will help bring deliverance to them or an encouraging word that will get them through the time that they're in? And that's how I work now. Boy, that, you know, that is a good uh, lesson. That's a yes, good lesson for everybody is to, I mean, it, it, what you're saying is for us to continually engage with Holy Spirit throughout the process and not presume. Absolutely. So not yeah. barge in through a door, but ask him, okay, what are you doing here? That's right. Because see, I would violate people's person by by digging around I'll, I'll use that term because yeah. that's what i did and holy spirit says you know what this will dishonor you in the long run so i i, I he the holy spirit was so good to me so kind even though i was like a child running into the bedroom when mom and dad are having fun you know holy spirit said now mike make sure you knock okay so <laughs> you know <laughs> so I mean, I had to be brutally honest because that's really what I had to learn. And, and it, was, it was more helpful to go in and say, Holy Spirit, what is the precise thing you want to show me? And that brought freedom to people. You know, I got to say to our audience here is that I have experienced this myself with Mike Ferry, where he has known things about me and about my life, but didn't say anything until the appropriate time, until God released him. And then I said that I, uh, and I'm thinking of one that I didn't want to talk about publicly, <laughs> um, but I said to you, I never told you that. And you said, I know. And uh, because I was protecting, covering other people, I wasn't going to expose their sin as it were. Right. And, um, but Mike knew that. And he said to me, you know, I, kind of, I think you said something like, I honor you or respect you all the more because you, yes. you covered these people. Yes. But because Holy Spirit reveals things to you, I knew that you had been, you were praying and that you had prayed. And so, you know, it's to, when God shows us things and we're, especially when you're, well, we're all in the ministry. I mean, you can be ministering in your kitchen to your yeah. family out at Starbucks, out in the world. It doesn't have to be a church setting, but it's always asking, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do with this that you're showing me? And even asking Holy Spirit, show me what's going on here. Show me how can I, what's the blueprint for this person? How mm -hmm. can I reach the, or how, or what do I do in this situation? Like uh, people listening have work situations, business situations where they have to make decisions mm -hmm. and um and and holy spirit is right there for us to help us in our business life in our workplace like amen you have told me wild stories of you as a what, what were you a tsa guy yeah yeah i was tsa officer yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was, you know, God was, that was where I really had a, a hands-on growth and it really ministered to the, to those people that were around me that weren't Christians. Uh, they actually said, we know people that call themselves Christians, but we know you know God. And see, that's, that was really, that's what brought a lot of them to closer relationship. So tell me, and, tell me, tell us a story. Okay, I'll give you a story. Um, 
I, I think I can safely do this. Uh, I was, uh, I was running the x-ray, which means you look at the bags as they go through to make sure there's nothing, uh, inappropriate in them. And as I was running it, I, I didn't see a contraband item in there, but my spirit says it's in there. And, um, so I leaned over, I called a bag check and my supervisor came over and I actually said to them, I don't know where, but this is the item that's in there. And he looked at me and because of my history of him watching me in this, he goes, I know if you say it's in there, it's in there, Mike, because you always know and see that. And, and sure enough, he came back and said, not only was there one, there was a whole box of them. Wow. So even though you couldn't see them, my spirit with the Holy Spirit's guidance found them. And I had the highest scores uh, uh, in the state of Oregon because of the gift. So there you go. But I want to encourage everybody. First uh, Corinthians uh, 14, 31 says, For you can all prophesy one by one that all may learn and all may be encouraged. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. So I had to learn how to keep my, uh, my spirit under control by Holy Spirit. Okay. Cause I could use the, the gifting of the prophetic is on all the time, just like the frequencies around us in the air. We just have to tune it in and then we know what to do with it. It's like, you ever been watching TV and all of a sudden the commercial comes on? What do you do? You change your channel. And see, that's because I have control over my television. The same thing with my prophetic ability. As I'm looking, there's times when I will see people and I will see very intimate things. I just say, okay, put it on pause. I don't need to know that. And I guard myself as well as guard the person. Because it, it, um, where I am now, it's, it's a free flow. And, it's, and I have to guard my own spirit to honor the people around me. Because it would be real easy if I was insecure to, freak, to tap into the frequencies and eavesdrop inappropriately. Yeah. So I just want to encourage people, just be aware. That's, you know what is uh, the lesson in that is that when people are learning about the prophetic and growing, it's, there's that, this prideful side that yes. comes out where you want people to know how much you know. There right? you go. Look at me, yes. how spiritual I am, and God shows me stuff, and I'm going to tell you all about it. Yeah. And yeah. I, so wouldn't you say that's a, a really that the gift at a very immature place? Yes, it is, Linda. I'll tell you, uh, the pastors that I worked with in that time of my life, God loved them. They have forgiven me for my rambunctiousness <laughs> because uh, – my insecurity was rampant and I did exactly what you just said. And, uh, they were very tolerant of me. They love me now, but they recognized I had something that had to be honed and polished and the, and the rough edges had to come off. So if you're in that place, make sure you're loved on and, and talk with those around you that, and especially let Holy spirit help you there because it is critical. Your gift is vital to the body. So, just walk it out. You know, I want to interject here is that for the people listening who are, you know, wanted to really develop the prophetic gifting inside and grow in it and mature in it, I right now want to stop and say, you've got to be solid in your identity. 
Amen. Seeing yourself through God's eyes. And the listeners, a lot of you know that that's what I write about a lot. And if you, I have a Bible study called The Real You Believing Your True Identity that you can get on lindabrightman.com. It's a book, a workbook, and a video set that Pastor Mike has taken this whole church through. And um, I encourage you to have a look and um, go through it because you have to see, Mike has expressed that he was insecure, but that's, that is not fully standing in your identity, not seeing yourself through God's eyes. When you see yourself through God's eyes, then you have, um, your footing is solid and you're not uh, going to slip into pride. At least that, and that is not prominent. That's not the dominant factor. I think we all, God's always cleaning us up of little particles of pride here and there, but it can't be the dominant factor if you are going to grow in the prophetic and minister. Now, the thing about the prophetic is it is a blast. Living in the supernatural world in realms of God is so much fun. Yes, it is. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I recognize that I'm a seer. Uh, in the prophetic, there are those that see, and I see like videos and movies all the time. Others are prophetic with words and, and phrases and things. But with me, it's, it's, a, it's like uh, I switch over and caught up in visions all the time. And that, that can be quite startling. I've had several visitations and being taken places, but that's because God uses those visions. Uh, one of the ones I shared with you was about the deer I saw running. We were driving in a car behind another vehicle, which, which had my kids in, and I saw this deer come charging through the woods, and it was going to simultaneously meet the road right in front of my kids' car in front of me. And I was waiting for them to hit the brakes, and they weren't. And I started slowing down, and then as the kids' car went past the spot where I saw the deer, there was a dead deer laying there. Now, what I and it took me a moment to, to process what I just saw. And I said, Holy Spirit, what did I just see? He said, you were back in time, and you watched that deer come up, and bam, that was the place it was dead. You had actually gone back and watched the event but you were living in this time. And that was very shocking to me because it was as real as looking at Linda right now through this little iPad I have on. And there, there are times, there are those of you that are seers, you're going to be, uh, need to get accustomed to that and just, just walk it out because God does that. He made you special. And he gave you eyes to see where very few people can. So thank him for the gift. I, when I was young and I was wrestling with this, uh, I actually said, Father, if you're not going to use my prophetic gift, kill me. And you know what his answer was? Okay. And I went, no, 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 wait a minute. And he says, no, no, Mike, you have to die so you can be alive in me. And all your insecurities are gone and your full identity is totally swallowed in Christ. I went, Oh, okay. So how's that going to feel? <laughs> and that was, that was the beginning of a huge transformation in my life, wow. but it was scary. That is so cool. You know, I'm going to, uh, we're going to close this podcast for, for now, but I'm going to have you back and okay. we're gonna talk some more about, because what I'm seeing is we're talking about 
uh, our miraculous identity and uh, how we more and more fully step into it. So uh, guys, if you're listening to this, uh, like I said, I encourage you to go to uh, lindabrightman.com and get the real you, believing your true identity as a starting place. And um, let me just pray for you right now. You know, there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast and uh, some of you have have walked with Jesus and then you kind of slipped away. And But you want that back. You want everything God has for you. And there perhaps are some that have never asked Jesus into your life. And I'm telling you, this supernatural life is for you. And it is engaging with Holy Spirit and knowing uh, Jesus Christ as the Son of God who died for you, who loves you, who's radically, extravagantly in love with you, is relentless in loving you and drawing you and wooing you. So look, you don't have to have everything figured out. You don't have to have it all wired. Just take that first step of faith towards Jesus and he will take giant steps towards you. So right now, I encourage you to just pray after me. Those of you listening and if you want to recommit or commit your life and say, God, I need you. I need this. I need what Pastor Mike is talking about. I need Holy Spirit. I need your power operating in my life. Because gang, it's a game changer. When you have the supernatural power of God living in you and functioning through you, it changes everything. So pray with me right now. Father, in Jesus' name, I come to you and I want Jesus. I ask you into my heart, into my life, into my whole being. I'm asking you to forgive me for the things that I've done that have, that have been against you, that whether I knew it or not. And I thank you for dying on the cross. Live big in me. I want Holy Spirit. I want to know you. I want to be led by you. I want to hear you. I want to see the things that you want to show me. And I ask all of this in the name of Jesus. Live really big in me and fill me with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Pastor Mike, thank you very much. Thank you, Linda. I will will talk to you next time real soon. Okay, God bless. Bye-bye.